Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we are talking running backs, going through our initial running back ranks here. We're going to do our top 15 today. If you, if you want to see our full ranks, go to fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can click on my ranks. You can click on Jeff's ranks. You can see where we have everybody. But we're not going to go through all of that today. We're just going to go through the top 15, see where we got some of these players. Before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at instagram.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. And then also go make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit.com. Time for some ranks here, Jeff. Top 15 running backs. We're going to go through some of these quick. Some of these will have some more in-depth discussion. Number one, so we'll basically, I have it in order of our consensus ranks at this point. Then I'll say where me and Jeff both have these players. Number one was pretty easy. It's still Christian McCaffrey coming off the injury. It doesn't matter. He's still our number one. It, it, I think it's pretty clear cut. There's really no argument. I don't Without think. a doubt. I mean, if people are making the argument, I, and if you want to make the argument that, hey, Christian McCaffrey was hurt last year, that kind of worries me, I would take that into consideration. I mean, that is absolutely a worry. But at the same time, he's the guy. He's going to get the bulk of the work. He only played three games last year, but when he did each of the three games, he got uh, two touchdowns apiece. He, I think he went over 100 yards in each one, uh, or a very, very close to it. I mean, the guy's an absolute monster, and he had a long time to get healthy which is wonderful for him. And once again, nothing really has changed to make me think that they're going to go away from him. And once again, especially if you're in a PPR league, there's not a better player in the league. Like he's just a clear cut number one for me. Yep. Pretty simple. Number two, we had the same number two. It's Dalvin Cook, who just was awesome last year. And I guess people are still always worried about the injury. He did get, I guess, banged up a little bit last year too, but it's running back. I mean, it's going to happen. McCaffrey did too. Cook, if you don't get banged up a running back, that's a surprise. But he's so good. Well, he And he averaged the most uh, fantasy points for a running back last year. He missed two games, but he averaged 21 points. You know, Alvin Kamara and, and Derrick Henry were the only ones close to him, and neither of them hit 20. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Dalvin Cook's great. Number three, Derrick Henry is both of our number three. Again, pretty simple. People might put him higher than that. I mean, the guy did have 2,000 yards last year, 2,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. Pretty ridiculous. He doesn't catch the ball, though, so he drops slightly in that. And, okay, he ran the ball 378 times last year. There's just not a great track record of running backs getting that many carries and be able to, like, sustain it over a couple of years. That's maybe part of it where he's not number two or one for us, but number three is still pretty good, you know, and I think the days of – we, we questioned him a little bit at times. Could he keep it up? But, I mean, he proved last year he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and and to be fair, too, last year, when I was talking about yeah. um, Delvin Cook, I was talking about standard. Um, but if yeah. you go full PPR, full point per reception, Derrick Henry was still uh, the third best running back yeah. last year. I mean, he, he went absolute beast mode. He's very incredibly safe. He hasn't had an injury concern yet. And uh, we all know that that is going to be a run-first team. So he yep. definitely will have one of those. Um, a few games are going to be giant, and a few, you know, yeah, you know, he doesn't catch the ball. So if they get down early or something, he might. That would be the only knock against him, which is right. really hardly anything. 
and those are the top three consensus on fantasy pros. It's McCaffrey, it's Cook, it's Henry. And that's usually the that's the top tier, I would say, right? That I think we'd cut off the tier if you're going like tiers. That's tier one. Those three, tier one. So yep. I'd be good with I'd be good with any of those picks. If you had like the third pick, I actually might like that better. You get Henry, you know, that's fine. But I'm good with any of those three. I think that's a pretty clear tier. Number four, this is where it actually gets interesting. I mean, in what we picked, not in not that we're against each other. It's Nick Chubb. Your four, my four. Oh, so we were the same. Okay. We were the same, but it's interesting <clears throat> in the fact that Fantasy Pros has him consensus number seven. And we both don't agree with that necessarily. I think Nick Chubb is okay. I don't know if part of that the Nick Chubb thing is Kareem Hunt. I, no, I think well, I th- maybe, it has to be, right? Because right? the talent is hundred percent there. And and they have one of the, if not the best yeah. offensive line in, in football this year. I mean, they, they yeah. should be in the top five, guaranteed. So again, they have that kind of talent. Another running back had an injury last year, right? Missed four games, I think. So in 12 games, he ran the ball for a thousand yards in 12 games, in 12 touchdowns in those in those 12 games. That's not with missing four games, he still did that. 5.6 yards per carry. He had five yards per carry in year two. He had 5.2 his rookie year. You know, yards per carry, it's an interesting stat. It's not always doesn't always tell the story, right? I think, especially if it's lower, it could that could mean anything. But if you're over five yards of carry in all three of your seasons with 190 as your lowest amount of carries, that tells a pretty good story. <laughs> I would think if you're getting around 200 yards, 200 carries, and you're still over five, that is good. Yeah, especially only playing 12 games. Yeah. I mean, he was averaging and in half PPR, he was averaging uh, 16 and a half points per game. You give him two to three more. If you give him three more games, that's still missing one. Mm-hmm. The guy's probably the number four running back, only behind the three that we already talked about. Yeah. I mean, that was just a happy coincidence, putting him at four. I didn't actually look at that before. But, but yeah, I, he he's unbelievable. And you can say, okay, well, what about with Hunt? He was doing that with Hunt last year. Yeah. You know, they want to run the ball a lot. Yeah. So they're, Hunt's fine as a, you know, he you can play Hunt on his own as, you know, a flex type player. But Nick Chubb's the better. He's he's the better running back of yeah. the two. It's, well, it's funny too because last year, you know, Chubb was ranked number nine, and uh, Hunt was ranked number ten. See, you can, great, you can play them both. <laughs> and, but Hunt actually played all six. He's number games, nine. So. He's number nine, missing four games. Yeah. So, and it's very clear that Chubb is the primary back yes. when oh, he's yeah. healthy. And yet, there'll be times where you get frustrated because maybe Hunt will steal a goal line carry or two. It's going to happen. Gonna happen. It happens to almost everybody out there. It's it's just going to be a thing. Except basically Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's about because even Cook has Madison, who will take some from time to time. Henry just doesn't seem to have anybody else there. Number five, we're still Jeff. <laughs> same same order here. Saquon is our number five. Typically, Saquon is going four. That is where people have slotted Saquon. The difference in injury here is it's an ACL. A little more hesitant. Well, <clears throat> it's still, it's it just. Yes. The difference is ACL. That's absolutely yeah. true. But the other difference is you're on the Giants. Yes. There's two differences. It's not, and I'm not even really probably factoring the injury too much because. I mean, he's still number five. That's yeah, pretty darn good. Because even before the injury, there was some slight struggles, I would say. It wasn't, you know, it was only like, what, two games. The first game, he just didn't do much, right? So it was only one game, I guess. But still, it was like, okay, this isn't great. But then he gets hurt. You know, in year two was we actually played. It was good. He was good, right? But still, it wasn't. There's just the Giants. It was the Giants. They're just they weren't that good. It's hoping maybe adding Galladay 
you know, you have some decent players to throw the ball to. Maybe Daniel Jones can play a little better. I don't know if he has it in him. Opens it up for <clears> Saquon. <throat> Might, yeah, he is more talented than probably anybody. But it's just coming off an injury. He still plays for the Giants. We don't know what they are. Yeah. And, and it shows, too. I mean, 2018, his rookie year, he was the number two running back overall. Unbelievable, yep. right? Yep. The very next year, he ended up missing three games. He ended up mm-hmm. the 10th best running back, which obviously you're like, okay, you missed three games. You're probably a top five guy. And then obviously he, mm-hmm. he officially gets hurt. Well, but I, I I mean, they did address some of the need. Yeah. And, and I it's really going to come down to Daniel Jones because if you put it all on Saquon and the, and the offensive line, doesn't make that jump, even though they try to yeah. give some help there. It, it will be a little bit of a rough one, but at this point, you have to go with the talent. He is, like you said, he might be the most talented running mm-hmm. back in the NFL. And from his rookie year to his second year, the biggest, I mean, yeah, he missed the three games, but he was still, he caught 39 less balls in th- only three less games. That's not, you know, he was just way below that pace. He had 91 catches his, his rookie year. So definitely like to see him get back up into the 80s, you know, around there to be where we think yeah. he should be. And I think that is a good reason why you talked about the top three being a tier. Yeah. After this, they, you know, there are some worries. Like, we we feel very good about Chubb. But at the same time, Hunt is there that he could yep. steal. Saquon is coming off that. Yeah, it's a serious injury. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we keep going. But, yeah, everyone kind of has a ding against them. The top three, incredibly solid. All right, number six. We both had Jonathan Taylor here at number six. Yeah, we're going tit for tat. He, I mean, he really came on strong at the end of last year. Remember there was that little stretch where they were not playing him? People not were, using him? If you went and traded for him, because we were talking about how people are like bailing. If you, if you had keepers or whatever yeah. and you went out and got him, good for you. Because he really came on. He showed that he he really took that job and he and he made it his own. Because there was a moment where Wilkins. They were using Wilkins and a, Hines. Had like. a big game. Hines had a big game. You started wondering like, can anyone run behind this line? The answer is yes, because that line is nasty. It is really, really good. But he ended up showing that he is the best running back they have on the team. They also spent a high draft pick to get him. Yep. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely, it took him a moment to get there, but he finally did. Is, Jonathan Taylor should be the real deal. I think it was like week 10 against the Titans. I think it was week 10. So they're playing the Titans. Hines runs the ball 12 times. Wilkins runs the ball eight times. Jonathan Taylor runs the ball seven times for 12 yards. <laughs> and we were just like, what is happening? And then he runs for he runs 22 the next week, 13, 20, 16, 18, 30. It's yeah. it, after, you know, he started getting the ball a little bit. It was just strange. I don't know what happened. It was like three weeks where he went 11 for 22, 6 for 27, 7 for 12. Just a strange. And it, could, thing. it could be more of an. It could be an, a nagging injury. It, it, it could have just been. We don't know. Wasn't, that, yeah, yeah, we don't actually know. But once he came back, the guy looked great. And then he ended the year with 30 carries for 253 yards and two touchdowns. So <laughs> well, this is interesting one, too, because I'm surprised that both of us have him up here. Like, I, yeah. I'm not surprised he's in your top 10 by any stretch of the imagination. But we, we start talking about the guys underneath him. Like, we're about to hit three guys that have proven they can do it over and over well, again. Here's the funny thing. We're low. He's one spot. We're one spot lower than consensus on him. He's really? consensus number five. Really? Yeah. That's actually really impressive. I'm going to yeah. be the next. I, mean, I don't know if these are going to be yeah. the next three guys, but we're, well, the guys I'm talking about, like Zeke, Kamara, and uh, Jones, all three of them have had unbelievable seasons before. They're kind of veterans at this point in the running back spot because if you play more than three years, you're a veteran. Yep. Um, it's unbelievable that not only us, but it seems like the majority yep. of other people that, you know, consensus 
have Jonathan Taylor above those three guys. That is pretty crazy. And I'm sure, where is, where is Kamara on? So our next three are Zeke, Kamara, and Jones. Oh, they actually are. Okay. <laughs> In that order. Yeah. Oh, did we really match up on the top nine? No, so, no, we switched because you had Zeke, Jones, Kamara. I went, oh, yeah, I went yeah. Kamara, uh, Zeke, Zeke, Jones. Jones. Okay. Yeah. So we had the same top nine guys. Just that was the first, those three are just, or switched around a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. So Zeke, Kamara, Jones, that's kind of a, they're, you know, grouped together in a way. Zeke ended up being seventh for us. He was seven for you, eight for me. Zeke's question is, was last year, what was last year? Was that the start of like he's done or was that just no Dak? You have a quarterback, Andy Dalton, who's not going to get it done. What Was that what it was? We don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. He is the one that I'm kind of. I'm, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to be watching with a closer eye because the other worry is their defense wasn't addressed enough, yeah. and they are going to have to throw a lot. Yeah, if Dak is as good as he was in the beginning of the year, um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it could be a rough go of well, it for Zeke. And yeah, there's just that question: What is he? All three of these guys have the questions right now. Yeah, even you say they're established; they've been great. But uh, Alvin Kamara is. Well, we've talked about What's him quite the, a bit. Yeah, we had go back and look for our Alvin Kamara. Just search Alvin Kamara. Go on YouTube and search for Alvin Kamara Fantasy Football Prophet. You'll find him when we talk about him. But it's it's I feel pretty good about the fact that I think Jameis is going to be the quarterback to start the year. But there what guarantee do we have that that lasts? Jameis goes and throws three picks in game one, and there's Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill and Kamara don't seem to mix well. They don't mesh well. It's just not something that Taysom Hill takes away goal line stuff. Yeah, he still might he's even a, with James. Yeah, say, even with him, he's he's a runner, and he doesn't throw the ball to Kamara. That's where he wasn't getting those. Kamara wasn't getting the same catches with Taysom, and that's yeah. my worry. That's that lingering Taysom Hill worry. Even if it doesn't start the year that way, what he's gonna be there? He's, oh yeah, he's so, not going like, away. And Jameis is Jameis. I mean, they paid him. They paid him, a, a, yeah. and, and I realized none of his like guaranteed. It's yeah. a very weird contract, but yeah. they paid him a, a good, good amount, amount of money yeah. to but, be. What in all a Swiss Army yeah, we don't on know, that team? Jamin and, and <laughs> Jamin says just you don't know what the guy's gonna do. He could be. He Jamin's could be. gonna be an awesome pick though. I, I like. I think <laughs> yeah. I want him on my team. I do too. I want to throw him on my but yeah, bench. I don't know if Jamis. I knew Jamis was gonna be the quarterback the entire season, the whole time. Alvin Kamara probably jumps up to five. Honestly, for me, up there, he probably jumps up. If I if I just know Jamis is the quarterback. No, but it's not even we don't that. know that if, though. If I knew that, <laughs> if I knew that uh, Hill was going to be injured or something, right. then he would jump up that way. Yeah, it's just. He, but even with that, I, I mean, why would you not have him on the field? Yeah, it, it's going to happen. Oh. Dude, you, you put him in the backfield. You line him up in the slot. You do whatever you They're have gonna, to. Yeah. You throw, he's, honestly, you probably have a guaranteed certain amount of plays that he's just going to run like uh, either a wildcat version. Oh, It'd yeah. probably be a Saints wildcat. So it's not a true yep. one, but. You know, you, you're going to be able to throw it. You're going to be able to this. They were, what, 4-1 and one with Hill? Yeah, they did fine. And it it's just, it didn't seem to work well with Alvin Kamara. We talked, yeah. we had an episode la- during last season, I think, about it. And, like, what do you do with him? Like, because it was just, it wasn't working. So that's my only worry with him. It's not the player. Yeah. And it's not, like, what, and I, yeah, people can come by, well, James is going to be the quarterback. Yeah, he probably will start the year as a quarterback, but none of us know that's going to continue. So, just uh, just a little bit of a worry. And so it goes to number nine, Aaron Jones. So you had him eight, I had him nine. Aaron Jones has been really good. I mean, I was, after his second year, I was probably the biggest Aaron Jones guy, and it worked out. Like, he he proved me right, and he had a great year in 2019. He had a great year last year. Not as many touchdowns last year, but he was still really good. 
my worry with him is, is Aaron Rodgers going to be his quarterback? Right. And so right really... today, I'm worried. If we know Aaron Rodgers coming back, I don't know if he changes much. It's still like where he's at position. Maybe he still stays at nine. You know, I think he's a little safer, actually. Maybe like, he goes ahead of Zeke for sure. Like he might just honestly, move to the top of his three. I feel like Aaron Jones should actually be my number seven. I think I actually well, make see, that change because I think he has yeah. less question marks. Even if Aaron Rodgers is not there, you know they're going to have to run the ball. Yeah. They lean on it. Maybe he True. doesn't get as much like yards per clip, but he definitely would get the carries. I think he's talented enough with that line. I think he is actually safer than Zeke and Kamara. I don't know. I, I just don't know what Jordan Love would be and how I, I don't could think he... he would be that good this year, to be yeah. quite honest. I know that they're really hyping him up, but yeah. I think that's a bunch of BS. So in consensus ranks, Alvin Kamara was sixth, actually, because Chubb was seven, then Zeke, then Aaron Jones was nine. So, you know, I don't know. There's just a little, little few question marks in there to me. So I'm not, there's actually question marks in most of that little tier there. It, it is funny though, because the top nine, that is some, that is a lot of talent right there. It is. I mean, I, I don't have any issue with getting any of these guys, but I, I know that uh, it's going to be hard to figure out who's going to go where because Zeke could actually go in the top three. Really? I mean, because yep. people love him. Same thing goes with Kamara is definitely going to go higher in most drafts. Yeah, probably like he's not going to drop. Someone's going to be like, oh, he's going to be fine. And he very well might be. Yeah. I, I mean, just, it's, I, I would not be surprised if someone goes and takes him number one as far as a running back, because good. last year he was phenomenal. You know, you don't think about Breeze leaving all that much. You don't think about the Hill thing. You're you're like, mm-hmm. oh, he gets, uh, you know, 90 catches per year. No, yep. And and then he's also getting rushing. He'll, he'll be fine. But yeah, he, he does worry me. But in the draft. These are going to be all over the place. So yeah. that that's going to be very, very interesting, which is great because you can probably get someone like Nick Chubb, who we think is number four, at number 10. Yep. All right, number right, let's go to number 10. Joe Mixon actually came in at number 10 for us. He's 10 for me, 11 for you. I, I think Joe Mixon is a talented player. It just hasn't all come together necessarily. And I think a lot of that is, well, it's two things. It's bad quarterback play and it's a bad offensive line. It's, you know I mean? That's pretty much, that's a lot of it right there. And I'm hoping some of that's been, Address. I mean, the line they didn't go draft <laughs> Sewell like the Lions did, but they got they got Chase. I mean, it wasn't a good year for Joe Mixon. He only played six games, but in those six games, what he had that one one game that was impressive. Like that was oh wow, there's Joe Mixon. Other than that, it was pretty poor. It was three point six yards per carry with that. I mean, I have to look up what that one game was here. I remember, I just remember Joe Mixon went nuts in one game, and the other five were terrible. Yeah, and let's see here. So that would have been week. Week four, he had 25 carries, 151 yards, two touchdowns, caught a touchdown, right? Other than that, it was 19 for 69, 16 for 46, 17 for 49, 24 for 59, 18 for 54. Wasn't good. No. they were At least they were trying to get him the ball. That was all yeah. early though, right? This is the first six weeks and then he got hurt. No, the scariest part about that is Joe Burrow was playing. Yeah, I know. It's very scary and they didn't address the line, which is my big and, – and, you know, people get better. You know, there might have been some injuries. I, I'll be completely honest. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head mm-hmm. with Cincinnati's line if if there should be some shining star that mm-hmm. we didn't get to see last year. They will have to worry about the if Burrow stays upright. Once again, it all comes back to the line. But they have a very mm-hmm. talented wide receiving crew. So you will have to watch out for that. It should give Mixon a little more opportunity. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they always try to give him the ball. He is very talented, and I do have him at number 11. He's the guy right there that I'm going to be looking at, and I'm like, okay, I have you at number 11. Okay. You're that talented, but with your line, do I drop down and get two okay. guys below you? That's what I was just going to say. We both have him, if you're in a 12-team, ranked as a running back one. 
do you actually want Joe Mixon as your top running back? I'll be honest. When I just the more I think about the line, the more it freaks me out. I honestly, I probably, I might drop him down to, I might drop him down to fourteen. Honestly, really, it could be because the the three guys I'm looking at well, underneath him. So I Joe, have very high hopes. For Joe him. Mixon as your two feel more comfortable. Yeah, I feel great. There's, I'll just say I. I really like Joe Mixon. I think he's really talented, but he scares me. Uber talented, yeah. Scares me. That line, that line it's, scares me. It does scare on. me. I'm just, I. this is going to be one that, as much as I like him, I still see more. I still think he, I think they're improved. I think he'll be here, but yeah, and, we'll see. And he's one of those guys, too, that uh, it's kind of a war of attrition over the year. If he doesn't get hurt, I feel like he, mm-hmm. he starts really getting into the groove. I don't know. Uh, he does worry me. I, yeah. I have him at 11. I, I kind of have to stick by it, but at the same time, He's going to be another one, kind of like Zeke. I'm really going to watch really closely once mm-hmm. they start giving out news yeah. and and who's doing what. I'm really going to – I'll have to look into the line and actually see why they what were so poor do. last year. But that's why these are just the initial ranks. These yeah. are the early early ranks. We'll, we'll, so talented. We'll be, it really we'll, is. We'll have these, we'll have these uh, really revamped before we get to August. You see Mixon's still there. Number 11. So uh, Mixon was number 11 consensus actually right now too. Okay. Number 11 for us is J.K. Dobbins. He's 12 for you, 11 for me, and this is where we start to differ from Fantasy Pros. We're, right now he's 15th in the consensus on, on standard. Look, if you look half PPR, he's actually like 17. I've started to realize, I didn't I didn't know this was going to be the case, but I feel like we are just higher on J.K. Dobbins, and we're going to end up with J.K. Dobbins more than everybody. We just, um, the Throne League we're in on Instagram, we put him up there, and I guess because people must listen, like it's the people that follow us. A lot of them, they drafted Joe or J.K. Dobbins. Like maybe it's just they influenced slightly. But how is this guy not going to be good? <laughs> they think of like how is he not going to be good? This is like I keep hearing. Well, you know, Lamar is going to take away carries and all this stuff. Yeah, of course he's going to. It's Lamar. He's going to take carries. This team's going to run the ball the most in the league, though, by far, and they always do. Mark Ingram's gone. Mark Ingram's gone. Yes, Gus Edwards is going to take some carries too. Yes, there are plenty of carries to go around here. There are plenty. And J.K. Dobbins last year only had 134 of those carries, but there's no Mark Ingram. He turned that 134 carries into 805 yards and nine touchdowns. That is really good. Six yards per carry. He was really good. This guy was really good in college. There's no reason why he showed it last year. He can play. He's going to get more carries. He's absolutely going to get more carries. Mark Ingram two years ago. Just look at Mark Ingram two years ago and think of a player who's better than that. What's he going to do? I tell you, Mark Ingram two years ago when he first got to the Ravens, it was clear to me this guy's going to be good. And he was so undervalued. And guess what? Well, he's top 10 back. It showed, it proved J.K. Dobbins is going to be better than that. I, I mean, I totally agree. I'm, I'm so incredibly high in J.K. Dobbins. I was last yeah. year even, and my whole thing was, I think he like we're talking about who do you pick in a in a dynasty draft, right? Do you pick Edwards Alaire? Most people would. Mm-hmm. Do you pick Jonathan Taylor? Do you pick Dobbins? My whole thing was I would take Dobbins, and I know that I'm going to, and I did, but I know I'm gonna have to wait until like probably two years before Ingram completely leaves. It only took a year. Mm-hmm. Um on top of what you're saying, I mean the the guy was the seventeenth yeah. best running back 17th. last year. Yeah. And now people are like, okay, now you're going to be he's still number, 17. Number, well, yeah. In half PPR, he's still 17 yeah, right now. He's 17, 15 in standard. Even though you were the number two running yeah. back and, and you were a rookie. And and on top of that, even if he doesn't, like, first of all, I, you're going to get more than 134 carries. It's just going to happen. But even if you didn't, he only caught 18 balls. 
Mm-hmm. I guarantee that number goes up, especially if you want to make sure Lamar Jackson has a long career. You definitely need to learn how to do that. Ingram catches a, a few balls for sure. And and he's not going to be the only guy in town. We know that Gus Edwards is a very serviceable back. Uh, Lamar, he's practically their number one running back, but that does not stop other people from from doing well. And it just shows in the yards per clip. They're so worried about everyone that he only had 134 rushes and he was he was averaging six yards per run. Yep. Yeah. I mean, th- I think this guy is a no-brainer. Yeah. It's I, very clear to me he's going to be a close to a man, league winner. I, I think so. And you're going to get him as your number two running back. That, to me, is just – this is the recipe to win a league. Yeah. And I'm I'm all on board with J.K. If You know what? I'm going to go down with J.K. Dobbins this year. If it doesn't work out, hey, I'm sorry. Me too. I don't, think I'm gonna, I don't think I have to worry about it. I just don't. J.K. Dobbins – I mean – yeah, Lamar's gonna take some gonna take some stuff away. I don't care. I don't really care. I just don't. It people get so worried about the running quarterback and it takes away from the running backs, but I just don't feel like that's how it plays out. Because I still go back to one of the first times I remember with uh with the Redskins when they were the Redskins with RG three and Alfred Morris. Remember that? And it just made him better. And it just plays out like Mark Ingram. So what? Mark Ingram too. Two years ago, he had 202 carries, turned it into 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. He was the number eight running back in fantasy. And he was 30. Yes. 30 and, and I'm old. not taking anything away Five from Five yards Ingram. per carry was really good. Not taking anything away from him. But, but J.K. Dobbins just only had like 200 less rushing yards than that season with 70 less carries. Yeah. <laughs> and only one less touchdown than that season of Mark Ingram, which was a very good season. J.K. Dobbins is going to be good. And right now, 15th in standard, 17th in PP, half PPR for these consensus ranks. It's just not right. He's, he's, he's telling you, get this guy. Get this guy as your two. And you get J.K. Dobbins as your running back two, you're going to be in the playoffs. Playoffs can be a crapshoot. We don't know how it's going to play out. You will get to the playoffs. You will have a shot to win. I'm just telling you, it's going to happen. And I don't think we have a shot at him because he's probably a keeper in our league. Right. So that's disappointing. But get J.K. Dobbins. I don't even know. That's pretty much it. Get. I think we've made it pretty clear. <laughs> so number 12. We'll go number 12. Austin Eckler's number 12. He's your 10th, my 14th. He's one that um, I don't have that kind of conviction on. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. but I, I understand the word. Well, Austin Eckler, he has that potential. It's, to me, I still haven't seen it play out yet necessarily. Um, he was Last year he got hurt, right? Two years ago, he was really good, but this was actually in a role where he was still at Melvin Gordon there, right, for a lot of the year, and he wasn't mm-hmm. the guy necessarily. So I haven't like seen Eckler be the guy and hold up yet. So can he do it? I don't know. If he does, okay. If if Austin Eckler plays all sixteen, yeah, he's going to be top ten back probably. Yeah, because you know he just will. Here's the thing too, uh, you know, he doesn't even have to be the top back. I mean, yeah. when he was the seventh overall running back, I believe, in 2019. I'm, maybe I'm off by one or two. But the, the funny part is we were just talking about J.K. Dobbins only getting 130-whatever. He only got 132 carries, turned that into 557 yards with three touchdowns. That's 4.2 yards per carry. Mm-hmm. That's good, but nothing spectacular, right, for 132. Where he really shines is the fact that he had 108 targets, caught 92 balls for just under 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. First of all, I know that wasn't Herbert, right? Yep. So I can understand saying, can he duplicate what he's been doing? But 
if that 132 rushing yards goes up, even if he gets 200 because he's the main back, um, and that's not even like a crazy number, and then you get anywhere near 100 targets, the guy is going to be in the top 10. I mean, he just is. I mean, just sheer numbers, especially if you're playing full PPR. Yep. So that's why I have him there. But I do understand the, the hey, you know, a lot has changed since he got hurt. But I, do, I don't think he, they added anyone that is better than him. I think he's going to completely step back in that role. The question is, is Herbert comfortable making those throws? Because he didn't really have to use any guy like that last year, and he did just fine. Yep. So that that's the worry. But he's an uber-talented guy catching the ball out of the backfield. Yep. And Eckler is 10th uh, in consensus, actually. So right where, right where you had him. All right, 13 for us is Antonio Gibson. He was your 14th, my 12th. I, I mean, I really I liked Antonio Gibson before last year he even started, and I think he, you know, it's, it's he showed, hard to pay the premium for him now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Like I, I, I loved him when he was, you know, way down there in the depth chart originally, and you know, he had a pretty good season: 170 carries, turned into 795 yards, 11 touchdowns, 36 catches. I just think he's going to get more work. I think the catches will increase. Everything's going to increase. I think he's just going to he's going to be a good he's a good second running back to have. He finishes the 14th back, I think, last year. With that work, he's going to have more than that. And I think he's going to be a good find. The team, I think the offense should be better with Fitzpatrick as the quarterback overall. Yeah, I mean, so it should be. I think, and I think, you know, I think his catches will increase, and I think he's just I, good. And, I don't yeah. want, I don't, I don't like look at Antonio Gibson and be like this huge, like top end potential necessarily. Others might, I don't really necessarily see that, but I see this be a really solid second running back. I agree. I, I think this sliding him in here. I have him at fourteen. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's about value. Yeah, and I would be happy getting him there. Yep. But I, he's going to be one that people do. I don't. I, he could blow up, but I just don't see it with that team they have. I think people, he's a very talented yeah. guy, but you know, he's. I think he's just a solid two. I don't. I don't necessarily that. Yeah, that top end potential. Others yeah. might see it. I might be wrong, but I don't quite see that. Yeah, just be good. He's going to be a good solid player. Number fourteen. Cam Akers. So actually, here we go. We got wow, 14, we, 15 is a tie. Okay. It's actually a tie. Oh, okay. There so, we go. I was going to say, wow, you really buried the other guy. So Cam Akers is um, your 15, my 13. DeAndre Swift, your 13, my 15. So we're, it's, and this is, it's perfect. Very similar. Second year running backs. Cam Akers is the one getting all the hype. So here's yeah. Cam Akers took all season to get going, right? And then he did. He did at the end, and he looked pretty good. Let's see, what was that turned into here? He ended up with 625 yards in the year, two touchdowns, caught one touchdown. So you look at that, you're like, okay, really He had like, what, two big games? There. Yeah, yeah. So what he did was, it's not even necessarily the regular season. So he had week 14, 29 carries, 171 yards. Very good game. Then he followed it up the next two games with 15 for 63 and 21 for 34. That's how he ended the regular season. Playoffs came. This is wherever this is where the hype starts. Playoffs, 28 carries, 131 yards, and a touchdown, and then 18 for 90 and a touchdown. Decent, yeah. right? That's actually and still that 28 for 131. That's a lot of work. That's where the numbers really come from. So he he showed flashes, right? He showed flashes, but I also saw a lot of nothing. So. He looked through his games last year, 14 for 39, 3 for 13, 9 for 61. Okay, not much work. 9 for 35, 10 for 38, 5 for 15. Then he had 9 for 84, so not much work, but 21 for 72. Then the 29 for 171, 15 for 63, 21 for 34. 
overall, it doesn't sound terribly impressive, right? A couple standouts here or there. But the hype has just gone, to me, a little off the rails. And he's consensus number 10. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I'll never end up getting it. You are definitely drafting potential, right? Yeah. You're not drafting someone that is guaranteed they're going to get you a ton of yards. You also went and got Stafford. So you imagine they're going to throw the ball quite a bit because mm-hmm. otherwise, why in the hell would you go and get him? So I, I'm not... You know, so there's definitely you could argue it either way if you really want oh. to. Everyone's going that way, but he honestly, like he, he, I'm like when you get from for me, uh, like sixteen to twenty, you're starting to really split hairs there. And the fact that he's on a, a Los Angeles Rams team that I think is kind of going in the right direction, and they mm-hmm. they feel like they're kind of intact. That is the thing that that's why I have him mm-hmm. above other people like uh, Miles Sanders or like uh, these rookies like Najee Harris or ATN. Um, so he, it's almost like, uh, like if I have him at 16 now, I would almost like cut that off. That would be another tier. Like he mm-hmm. would start that next tier. I'm just yeah. not, it, he has great potential. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but uh, he, he worries the crap out of me. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, people are really buying into Stafford, too, it feels like. And this offense is going to be so great. And I don't feel like his fantasy value has skyrocketed. No, but I hear like he's just going to make this team, you know, so much. I don't know. Acres is interesting. So I I did have Acres ahead of Swift. You had Swift ahead of Acres. To me, they're 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 similar in how they like sort of similar last year. You, you could feel so me just Swift, ready to argue with Swift it. <laughs> had less Swift had less yards running the ball. He had less carries as well. Their yards, Swift's yards per carry were actually better. Swift turned his his 30 less carries into eight touchdowns compared to Akers' two. But here's the difference. Akers caught 11 balls. Swift caught 46. So when I'm talking this, I'm like, oh, crap, why do I have Swift below him? I think it's just more. It is still situation. For me, it's still Rams are probably the better offense. They are. Lions, I don't know what they are yet. Okay. And that's the only thing. It, because that's a lot more catches for Swift, right? And that's just a lot more catches. And he would have had a lot more, but there was some injuries. Akers was more of just not playing as much. That is true. And, and they do have – do they still have the two other running backs that were going between? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, should, I should look this up. I, they, um, I think they do, but – They have Henderson, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, don't I was think, like, do Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Brown? No, Malcolm Brown um, – I can't remember. Where, I'm just drawing a blank on where he went, but he's, he's – um, he has to be gone. Okay. And like that's good. And that, that's kind of what you thought is like there, he should be the number yeah. one running yeah. back in, it's just in the Rams, right? It's just Henderson. That shouldn't even be a question. I, I, he should be the primary running back. But here's the thing. Okay, I do worry mm-hmm. about Cam. Uh, I But DeAndre Swift, mm-hmm. he is the other guy other than Dobbins. I know they're both second-year guys. Uh, and and people are going to be really looking at their numbers and say, well, they didn't do a whole lot last year, right? They mm-hmm. only, you know, Dobbins only got 132. Kind of the same thing for Swift. Mm-hmm. I would go not quite as high as Dobbins, but I think Swift is going to be another one that could potentially get you to the promised land because I think of how everything is shaken out. I think it's wonderful actually that you have someone like Goff at quarterback and you just put that huge, you know, pick into Sewell who is going to mm-hmm. be hopefully a great lineman. That line is really good now. It, it really is. They have a very it, solid it, line. line. They have very average wide receivers. They have kind mm-hmm. of a, a quarterback that has to prove himself. But I think they're going to grind it out. You've ta- They've talked about it how many times. Uh, you know, The head coach is yeah. going to bite kneecaps and all that crap. But yep. I, I think they're going to use this guy a ton. They already started using him in the passing game. 
That's, and yeah. and that's going to be huge because if you don't have yeah. a go-to guy, you're going to dump off a lot of passes. No Adrian Peterson anymore. And that guy took up a lot of carries last it's year. It's just um, it's now just Jamal Williams is the other guy. Yeah, and, and that's great. Play, but even if both of them play a lot, yep. he only had 114 rushes. I mean, that's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And 520 yards and eight touchdowns. I mean, you can say well, it I mean, all day long. It's crazy. Matt Patricia was he was an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't. So good. and he only missed three games. So I don't know what yeah. they were doing. But I think this guy. Well, is I think I'll just say this is. This guy was so misused last year yeah. that this is a golden ticket for everyone drafting for well, fantasy. The thing that disappointed, I felt like right before he missed those three games, that's when it was just starting to click with him. And then he got the concussion. I think it yeah. was. So that, it was just starting to – he had a 16 for 81, five catches for 68 and a touchdown that game. So he had 100 and, 150 total yards and a touchdown. It was, it was looking pretty good there, you know, because he had some poor games in there. It was – it's a different coach. It's a well, different offense. It's it, all different. It's, first yeah. of all, if you don't give a running back double digit in touches, yeah. it's going to be a hard game. And yeah. if you look at that, in the first seven weeks, he got one game where he got 14 touches. Everything else was below yeah. 10. And guess what he did with 14 touches? Turned it into 116 yards yeah. and two touchdowns. Yeah. Patricia is a moron. <laughs> yeah. And no, and everyone else can benefit from that. But it's because he just didn't get enough work. Yeah. He's going to be the number one guy. I think that guy is an uber-talented dude. And he is gonna he's gonna be a primary yep. you know cog in and the machine. From all this, it seems like oh man, you are so much higher on Swift than Acres. We were like only two spots difference. It's really they're very very similar situations and everything. I, it, yeah. they are. That's the thing to me. They're very similar. Like so, I actually I, you know we switch them up, but the hype for Acres is so much higher than Swift. Yes, and see, part of it is definitely be, value. They shouldn't be so much different in hype to me. So like Acres is tenth, and um, if you look at Swift, oh god. In standard Swift, this is crazy. In this standard one, he was 21, but in half PPR, let's look at half PPR. That should be a little bit better, obviously, because of the, you know, catching aspect. He's 16, but still, still 16 or 21. Even if you go best case, they're five spots apart, or six spots apart. Best case, yeah. And I'll, that's I'll be, they're not that far apart. No, but and it's funny because Cam really is only a you know a couple of guys uh, difference between him and Swift, but. I think there's a huge drop off after 14. I think Antonio Gibson's my number 14. I think after him, there's a huge drop off. You think, well, to, to Acres? Yeah. You really? I do. Yeah. And, they and, are big. And, yeah. and it doesn't mean that he, because he, he shows up there because you do have that potential. Because, you know, you get underneath him and you're starting talking about teams that just, we have no idea. Or guys that haven't proven themselves, or like Miles Sanders, who underproduced greatly and was injured. But I, I'm telling you, I think Swift, the only reason he's not higher is because I can't put him above Dobbins. I think he's, you know, unbelievable. And then, you know, we talked about the top nine guys. How are you, I can't throw him above Kamara, even if he is, you know, you know, with Jameis and Hill and all that stuff. Maybe he goes over Mixon, Eckler. You know, it's, it's very difficult. But uh, Swift is the only one of those guys that is being undervalued at the moment. Dobbins a little as well. I mean, we we love that. That's the thing. Dobbins and Swift to me are being undervalued. And it's not because to me, it's not like I, I, I don't dislike acres more acres. I haven't had a Swift, so it's not that, but there's a totally different value going on here. Well, you might miss out on camp acres and you can get Swift. Yeah. I'm never going to rounds later. And you're like, I slightly like acres, maybe slightly more than Swift, but I'm never going to have a cam acres on my team. And I probably love Deandre Swift a lot. It's, but it's just how fantasy works. That's how the value works. So, but all right. 
I think that's it for today for running backs. We end up going longer than I expected, but there's some good talk in there. That's only 15 of them. But I do think even for me personally, you said it after 14, it drops for me at 15 because I would I would say 15 for me. You put it, yeah, it would drop to the at 15 though it does drop for me. Okay, it does. It, uh, what is Cam at 15? Um, no, Swift is 15 for me, so that's why. It, so, oh, okay. I yeah, so you. it drops after 15 for me because then it goes to like you know. Like Najee Harris and Miles Sanders and Josh yeah. Jacobs and those guys. Okay, but. I I, 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 know, I, I don't want to make this in, incredibly long, but there's a few names I have yeah, to ask yeah. about. So first of all, Najee Harris. So he's my 16. Okay, people but are gonna really. He's, he's gonna he, be high. So that's the one where he's higher. Um, in most people's, he's like 14, I think. Right okay. now, yeah, 13, 14. Okay, the the other guy I have to ask for because it is very fascinating. I keep mm-hmm. shifting him on my board is Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is interesting. Um, so you had him 20, it looks like. I had him 17. Oh, I actually – well, I moved him oh, up. You, so, yeah. yeah. Still, still. But so, anyway, I have him at 15 right now. Okay, so, yeah, you're there. I'm 17. So he would he would probably have fallen um, about, you know, right about 16 or 17 for us. Yeah. So, like, the, the fall off in Josh Jacobs' value is crazy to me since just, like, middle of last year. And a lot of it is – I feel like a lot of it, it well, it's they they signed Kenyon Drake, right? But I don't buy that that Drake's going to take away too much from Josh Jacobs because really he still had a thousand yards, twelve touchdowns. I mean, thirty three catches. He it was he was fine. He was, he was he, the number eight running yeah, back. Yeah, he just didn't he didn't. Um, but I, just how, he started the year stronger, right? Yeah. If I'm if I'm, if I'm remembering things correctly. He just he started with some touchdowns, right? Three, yeah, three touchdowns in week one. So like you get this big hype early, and then um, it just maybe it wasn't it wasn't as good towards the later part of the year. That's pretty much it. But he's still a good running back. I think he could be a he's a good two for you. He's a good yeah, hundred percent. And I think I think people are going to undervalue him. I'm just seeing what is he consensus rank. So Josh Jacobs consensus is uh, twenty one. So he's 21, and the first year he was the 14th best yeah. running back. The second year he was eighth. So it pretty much means he, you're going to get a value there. Yeah, exactly. And well, both years he, he went over 1,000 yards and had seven touchdowns first year, 12 touchdowns the next year. And he doesn't catch the ball really, which is a knock against him. But bringing Drake in, yep. I don't think really okay. alters his numbers all that much. Okay, so Devontae Booker had 93 carries last year. So Drake still can get – a good amount of how, how many yeah. touchdowns did he have? Devontae Booker yeah. had three touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. So Drake can take some of that, maybe, maybe slightly more, where maybe Jacobs doesn't get 270 some carries and he gets 250 carries, 240 yeah. carries. Which would be more know? online for like yeah. his rookie he, year yeah. when he had, you know, 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I can't, I, I think people are, are letting it blind him. I think he's going to turn into a value. Yep. That's why I wanted yep. to bring him up. I just couldn't believe he was dropping. So, all right. And I feel like the Raiders are getting better. Anyway. Yeah. And end of it. Yeah. All right. There we go. I think, uh, think we're good. I think that's it. So, all right. We'll be back next week. Probably talk receivers next week. Talk to you guys then.